Welcome to the Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. The Wizard of Odds, that's right. Kenny White at KennyWhiteSports.com, home of the power ratings. Hey, there's nothing better than the power ratings, folks. Check it out at KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny is uh, with me, and Mike is here in the studio with me, too. And, Kenny, we got breaking news right out of the gate. Aaron Rodgers is returning to the Packers. He is assigned a four-year, $200 million extension. He's the highest-paid player on an annual basis in NFL history. He gets a whopping $153 million guaranteed, and his cap number goes down. Wow, that's breaking news. Yeah, that's amazing how they can uh, pay him that much money and the cap number goes down. But uh, I guess... uh... The happiest people in the world, uh, Aaron Rodgers and his family, and then the Green Bay Packer fans. But then probably the sports books, they don't have to deal with this drama on and off. Where is he going? What team is he going to? And, you know, worrying about losing money because that, you know, well, we got a quarterback of that stature. Uh, whatever team he goes to, that team goes from 25 to 1 to maybe the favorite to win the win the, win the Super Bowl. And you're giving away 25 to 1 odds on the favorite at that point. So Right. Everyone, every sportsbook director has got to be like, yes, this is, this is They don't want change. That's not a, I mean, change hurts sportsbooks. Change helps sports bettors. For us sports bettors, we might have missed out on a nice little Super Bowl ticket somewhere. That could be. He uh, was considering retirement and playing for the Broncos, but he ultimately decided to stick with the Packers, and I'm sure Devontae Adams is going to be there with him. Uh, pretty big news. All right. Uh, we got a question here for you, Mike. And let's talk about this Calvin Ridley situation. Yeah, Calvin Ridley Ridley suspended one year for betting uh, on his Atlanta Falcons. Fifteen hundred dollars is what he says. My question to you, Kenny, is: Do you think one year is worthy uh, uh, with what he did, and are, are you okay with a one-year suspension? You know, they have a rule. The NFL has rules, very strict rules. Uh, and the rookie rookies at the rookie symposium, they're they're uh, educated right off the top. Uh, betting is a no-no. Any kind of betting, you're not allowed. Uh, no sports betting whatsoever. But you can go into casinos and gamble in casinos and play casino games. There's nothing wrong with that. But sports betting is off limits, and they know that. So uh, he might have been sleeping through that part. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and ironically, it's whenever he was on leave for uh, medical issues, you know, uh, his mental health, uh, yeah, that he non- was betting on those games. Non-football related yes. mental issues. So there's something going on there, you know, with, with Calvin Ridley. It's too bad. Hopefully he can get himself in. Great player. What a talent. It's That's what's so sad about it. The guy's such a great talent. He'd be one of the top ten wide receivers in the NFL. Absolutely. And from, get himself together. From what I heard, uh, evidently there was teams that were engaging in trade talks with the Atlanta Falcons, and Atlanta was not allowed to tell them what was going on. They just told them, no, we're not able to, to entertain any trades for, uh, um, you know, good measures here. And... Uh, Wow, then that breaks. Yeah, that's be lining up. I mean, I think he's talented that I would be lining up to try to sign him to get him on my roster, that's for sure. Yep, after after one year, though. All right, uh, let's go to the NCAA. We've got conference tournaments, the big conference tournaments, ending out uh, this week. Selection Sunday coming up. Kenny, 
Who are your bubble teams? My bubble teams or the NCAA bubble teams. Okay. I mean, that's, you know, it's, uh, my ratings are different from, from what their bubbles are, I guess. Uh, you know, some of the teams that are last four buys that are in right now, um, Creighton is one of those teams, and I've got them ranked 74th. I don't, I don't believe they deserve to be in. I agree with the top you. Four buys: Wake Forest, Memphis, and Michigan. I all think should be in. Michigan's been eight and nine and one their last. Uh, or I'm sorry, Memphis. Memphis is nine and one their last ten games, eight and two ATS. They're just playing solid basketball, and on the last four in. Rutgers, I think, should be in. They just pulled a big upset. They've had a great year. But the other four teams they have, I don't think are deserving. Xavier, Wyoming, and SMU. Right. I don't think are deserving to be in. And then you got to let the first four out. The first four out, I've got three teams I think should be in. Indiana, Dayton, and Virginia Tech. And if Virginia Tech doesn't make the NCAA tournament, uh, there should be an investigation. I have the 21st best team in college basketball. They started slow in the ACC, but right now they're playing as well as anybody in the ACC, and they deserve to be in. All right. Illinois, Purdue, Iowa, pretty well any team in the Big Ten. People are doubtful of their abilities to advance in the big tournament. I know how you feel about Illinois and Purdue. Are you feeling the same way about this Big Ten conference that it's overrated and weak? I am not. I, I, these teams keep popping up the top. I mean, I'm not changing anything, and I'm just adjusting. The one thing I do worry about, though, is, you know, when they're playing their own teams, that's what, you know, uh, it, it is sometimes hard. If you've overrated them at the beginning, they can stay overrated because they're playing within their own conference. But right now, I have Iowa, the third-best team in the country. They just lost the Illini at, at Champaign by only a two points by one basket. Right. I really like the way Iowa's playing. Um, I've got a couple of monster tickets on them at over 100 to 1 to win the NCAA tournament that I think I'm going to be able to make some money off of. The line I have them, plenty of tickets at 40 to 1. I don't have anything on Purdue. I've got them ranked sixth right now in the country because they were kind of a big favorite uh, going in. But uh, that's, you know, that I hope they do well. I'm betting on them. I think, I think they're good teams. I really, I, well, I've watched them too. Um, I've watched Illinois and Iowa and, and Purdue play a lot this year. I, I think they're very quality teams. I watched Gonzaga play last night against San Francisco. I don't see much with my eyeball test, and I've got a five-point difference between the Zags and Iowa and, I, and Illinois. And my eyeball test doesn't, doesn't say that the Zags are that much better than those teams. Okay. Very good. Mike's got a question for you related to the NBA, Kenny. Yeah, Kenny, there are several teams I'm looking to bet and that I see valuable down the stretch in the NBA. Do you think it's a good strategy to look at teams that are actually competing for a top playoff spot or trying to get in to ride down the stretch as we end this regular season? Well, the one thing I love in the NBA is... uh teams playing playoff basketball that last month because they've got a big edge going into that you know that first series that uh that they play so some but you know that's usually against a one or two seed because those teams are kind of cruising even a three seed and that's what i like to get i like to go against a three seed that's cruising but it's going to be hard for you to pick out a team and say well i know they're going to finish six seeds so they'll play the three seed so that's kind of difficult but yeah I, i think you should always 
look for some of these teams that you think are going to get hot at the right time and they start playing good basketball and right now you can get value on them because if they're playing that well you know run them down the stretch and again look for good coaches that uh, their teams play good defense i know one of your teams on the list was the cavaliers gotta love their defense the way they're playing and i think if when they get completely healthy uh, that's that's a team that could you know make a little bit of noise, but there's there's so many good teams in the East. It is it is yeah. going to be a great playoff. Absolutely, yes, I agree. All right, we are the Sports Nut Sports Betting Zone podcast with the infamous Kenny White, the Wizard of Odds. Brought to you by KennyWhiteSports.com. Kenny, talk to us about Kenny White Sports. What do we get for that 1999? Yeah, that's all the power ratings. You get uh, the power ratings every day delivered uh, to your uh, email inbox with uh, uh, projections on the daily games and what the line should be from my power ratings, and then you can compare. And I put the line in there. I stick the opening and current line in there for you, so you don't really have to go far. You can see the differences and then go find your book and find the best line and find your best value and make your bets. Yes, and uh, let me tell you, I use your power ratings with my live college basketball betting and you know I have bet over 450 live college basketball games this year and the power ratings have helped me to a plus 48 units for the year I just want you to know that how's that huh I love that testament that's great and I bet you bet a couple of those games twice <laughs> how did you know that <laughs> Woo! all right uh Kenny, is is the LeBron James era, and I'm talking about era as a a top notch NBA player. Is it coming to a close? Are we are we seeing the end of LeBron? What is he? Forty seven right now. He's only thirty seven. So <laughs> maybe he's got ten years left. Who is he? The next Tom Brady? Does he play till he's early forty? I have a feeling he wants to play till his son gets in the leg. Oh, gosh. And how long would that be? Well, I'm not sure what year he's in in high school, but he's one of the top high school prospects in the country. So if he's one, if he if he's a junior or senior this year, he's probably a one and done guy in college basketball. It could be only two or three years away that I think his name's Lebroni. If that was me and I'm him, that would be the first time ever a father and son played together in the NBA. So right. that's kind of. So I was thinking about that the other day. That maybe that's that's what his goal is. Could 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 he it be like go, Could it be like Gordy Howe? Yeah, yeah, Gordy Howe. Right. But you're exactly right. I think that might be the only sport that I know of that that a, that a father played with with the sons on the same team. Yes, absolutely. All right, let's but go. LeBron, LeBron only had 56 the other night against the the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, <laughs> Let's uh, talk about your Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, are you impressed right now with Jack Eichel, what you've seen out of him in the short period of time that he's played for your Vegas team? Yeah, you know, worry about that. You know, he had neck surgery and, 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 and had been out such a long time. There's so much rust to shake off uh, that I don't think we've still seen the, the Jack Eichel that we're going to see. He did have a beautiful goal the other night with five seconds left, a game winner. That really was, you know, big for the team and the continuity. And I think they all know how good Jack Eichel is, and he's playing on the first line. He might not be deserving of that, but he's been put there because 
of his talents and of his previous games, but I don't think he's ready for that. Right. But that, that goal the other night really was big for his teammates to go, wow, that was nice. And yeah, we love having this guy in the team and he's becoming a big part of the team. And, you know, it takes time for those things to happen, but that'll help. Um, uh, I always get the first name wrong. It's either Mark Stone or Paul Stone. I, it's, it's, I want, it's Mark Stone. Mark Stone. I always want to call him Paul Stone. I don't know why, but <laughs> Mark Mark Stone is one of the best defensive forwards in the in the entire game, and he's such a great player. I think he's one of the top ten players in the NHL uh, because of his defensive prowess, and uh, that's an, such an important piece to the to the Vegas Golden Knights. And then having Patch Ready back now and getting some defensemen back uh, is is a big help. Uh, and getting Leonard back, he was out for a while, so. The Knights are the Knights are in the top five in talent. Uh, it just so happens they're right there against one of the best in Colorado. So that's that's tough. But Eichel's definitely going to help. Well, you know, my concern for you, I, I, I don't think you be, should be worried about Colorado. You better worry about Calgary and Anaheim and Edmonton and L.A. Because right now, the Knights are not in the best position. They were in third place. You know, they need to elevate themselves. They were a lock to win that division. I know they've had a lot of injuries, but so have other teams. And everybody's dealt with COVID. You know, they got to get out of that second and third position. And the Flames don't look like they're going anywhere. Yeah, Flames are good. They, they look like they're a very good team. I, I think if you finish, though, in the top four in the in the Western Conference, you're okay. You get that home game in the first round and get rolling from there. I'm... I'm not really worried about the Kings. I don't know if they have that type of top-tier talent. They've, they've really overachieved, and they've gone on a nice streak here as of late, but still think the Golden Knights are a better team. We're, we're, the NHL is weird. They get blown out at home, the Kings do, by the Bruins, and then they go to Boston and beat them in overtime. Unbelievable. Right. One last question here. Of the Florida Panthers, uh, you think they're going to make a move, or do they need to make a move at the trade deadline to better their team? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I, I'm not really maybe that deep into hockey to let you to be able to tell you that. I know I, my power ratings right now, I have them in the top five in the NHL, obviously, because they're such a good team. And it's both offensively and defensively, their ratings are high. So maybe I guess if, if any team, if I would say anything, looking at their goals allowed, uh, they've given up 164 goals allowed. There's almost seven teams in the East that have given up less than that. Maybe it's their defense. Their offense is tremendous. It's the best. 233 goals scored, but maybe that's why they've given up a couple more goals than anybody else because they've scored so many. Right. I think they are the type of team that needs to make a move and shore up the D-line for sure. All right, folks, that takes care of our podcast today, the Sports Nuts Sports Betting Zone podcast with Kenny White. Brought to you by KennyWhiteSports.com. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great week.